Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Young Finances. I hope you are all doing fantastic in your learning journey as learning provides you with a tool for success. You are all doing something right now about your financial journey by listening to podcasts like this one to provide you the insight and information to give you an edge. I am your host and creator, Anthony Iwin. On today's episode, I'm going to discuss insurance with you. I will talk about the different types of insurances and at what age I personally recommend getting them. On this episode, I will also talk about what insurance is and why people choose to get it. Again, everyone's journey is their own and you have to make the best decision for you and your future. So without further ado, here we go. So what is insurance and why is it important? Well, it's a tool that is created to reduce financial uncertainties and make accidents less devastating by assisting people in paying for those uncertainties. How it works is by creating these known fees. These come in the form of a few different things. One of those is a payment to actually hold those insurances. This is called your premium, and this can either be paid bi-monthly, monthly, bi-yearly, and maybe even a one-time payment every year. You are going to have to pay these fees regardless if there is an accident or a necessity to use said insurance. The price of these depend on a few different things, including coverage, which is just a fancy way of saying how protected you would like to be, credit worthiness, as well as your past history. The next thing that we're going to go into into insurance is called your deductible. This is the amount that people have to pay before insurance will pay out the rest. Deductibles is something that is very important for financial security, and I will discuss it later in the episode. The last thing that makes up insurance policy is a policy limit. This just means that the total amount slash limit that the insurance companies will pay in a given year or for specific coverage. Now you're thinking, oh shoot, slow down. That was a lot to absorb and you couldn't actually be any more correct. That was a lot to think about. So what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to break it down so it's easier for you to understand. I think that it makes the most sense if I give you an example. So let's take me for example. I currently live in the middle of the woods. I have fairly good auto insurance on my vehicles to protect me from accidents. Because of the fact that I live in the woods, I see a lot of deer running around. And every six months, I need to have to pay my insurance. For example, this might be $700 every six months. This is something that I have to pay even if I go all year without hitting a deer. And that is called your premiums. Sadly, however, about three weeks ago, I hit my first deer. Which is very surprising because I've been driving for the past seven years. And when I called my insurance company to file a claim, they told me that since I had hit a deer, I have to pay an additional $500, which was the deductible. I had to pay this deductible before they gave me any money to fix my vehicle. Once I paid this, then they gave me a check for $4,000 because that was the amount of damage it cost to repair my vehicle. This policy could have paid out a maximum of $5,000 before they said I was responsible for paying the rest. And this 
is a policy limit. Now hopefully I helped clarify the three components about what goes into and how insurance works. The reason that people enjoy insurance is for the fact that they can plan out everything. Money is definitely something that brings stress into people's lives and uncertain expenses multiply these stresses. Insurance gives people the ability to budget and plan and this is how it's going to help cost each year to hold insurance as well as how much each deductible will cost. So my personal belief is to have an emergency fund with the highest deductible you have. So if the accident happens, you're able to cover those deductibles. So again, like I said before, that is why deductibles are so important for financial security. For example, if I did have an accident and I was unable to pay that deductible of $500, I would not have been able to fix my vehicle. Therefore, I wouldn't be able to get to work. Therefore, I wouldn't be able to get a paycheck. So that's how you can see such the importance of having money saved away for those deductibles. Now, what kind of insurance are you able to purchase? Well, you can buy insurance on almost everything you love and anything that means something to you. For example, some of the largest ones people have are health, auto, home, and even life insurance. As these are your big ticket items that will cost you big money if something were to happen to any of these. So let's look at the ages that you should probably get these. What age should you maybe get auto insurance? Well, for most people, you get the auto insurance around the age of 16. Got any wild guesses as to why? You got it. That is the age that most people start driving. Auto insurance, however, is required if you plan on driving. However, there are different coverages that you will be able to get depending on how much money you want to pay and have coverage on yourself. A lot of people just choose to have liability. This one is the cheapest auto insurance option that you can choose, but it only protects you if you get in an accident. And it does not provide you money to fix your car, but in turn protects the person that you hit. That is why it's the cheapest, because it protects the other person. Now for health insurance. Well, this one's a little bit different depending on your age. I think that you personally need health insurance as you never know what might happen and medical bills are so very expensive. If your parents have insurance and you're going off to college, you're actually able to stay on your parents' insurance until the age of 26 at the time I'm recording this episode. This means that you have a family plan protecting everyone. Now, if you have your own job that offers health insurance, that is a good option. Think back to my past episodes. This was one big perk of a job, is that they offer you health insurance that you were able to buy into. No, you still have to pay for the premiums. However, it is usually at a very significant discount since so many people at your place of employment are taking it up. Next is home insurance. At the age you get in home insurance is when you're probably going to move into your own place. This is generally at the age of 18 when you move out of your guardian's place. Now you can either get home insurance or renter's insurance, depending on if you own or if you are renting. Now, depending on the area you live, you might get protection based on those areas. For example, you might get protection that protects you from disasters such as fire, flooding, tornadoes, hurricanes, etc. Again, depending on where you live. Based on where I live, I would definitely never get hurricane insurance, or, but I might get tornado and fire insurance. The last one I'm going to talk about is life insurance. There are two different options that I would discuss. There are term and whole life. Term coverage works by setting a length of time that you want to be covered. So let's say 30 years. 
This means that you have a set amount of money that you will pay for the next 30 years, and if you were to pass away during those 30 years, you will receive money. However, if you pass away 30 years and one day, then you will not receive any money because you went past those 30 years. Next is whole life, where you will continue to pay until the day you die. Your survivors will receive whatever money you had for your coverage providers. Again, you have to make the best decision for you and your family. I know many people do both. Personally, I prefer term. The reason is the payments are definitely a lot smaller as it does not protect you for life. And what I do is I invest the difference so that when I pass away, after those 30 years, I will still have had 30 years of my money compounding so that my family should still be financially stable after my passing. That, however, again, is my personal choice. I hope you enjoyed this episode on insurance. If you have any questions that came up after listening to this episode, feel free to post it in the Q&A section and I will get around to answering it. This has been another Bite Side episode of Young Finances. If you enjoyed this episode or any others, please consider giving it a five-star rating and review and share it with your family and friends that might benefit from my little financial advice.